what, 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 what's going on with this team? We were wrong, and I knew we would be. I did say at the end of last week, I did think we were going to be wrong. You were going to be wrong. Woo! They have won a good bit since they our show. Have. Good, good, good for them. It's it's working, maybe. My, my reverse jinxing. <laughs> I knock on wood there. It's the end center. We're back. Your Penguins have won three in a row. And I I don't even know what to say about this team anymore. Yeah, it is. It's, ooh, I mean, it, it's, it looked good, kind of. But Jari looked great. I still don't know if they're good. It looked good, and then it got bad. Bad injury news today of all times. Landed on us. Brian Rust is now on injury reserve. Oof, another blow. So we knew he was going to be out for a little bit. But with him and Jake out now. Oof. Yeah. So not Oof. good. Not good. It's going to be a tough challenge for the squad again. Um, trade deadline is in one week. We're going to bring it to you. Begin center after the trade deadline. Might as well, right? See see what kind of big news we might have. Because I guess we'll speculate a bit more today on what, what not expect as they could, these guys continue winning. Uh, yeah, let's go. So next Friday we'll be at you. Yeah. Yeah, well, like I said, why not? Finishes up at three, the deadline. We'll Rather than talking about everything like four. Like four, it may happen. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's speculate. Let's just yeah. be definitive with right. it. All right. And so, so, and then instead of coming back a week later and going, "Oh, we have news." Yeah, exactly. Everybody else will already have discussion. We'll bring yeah. you some instant analysis, and uh, again, it could still be a tough time ahead. It's very up in the air because I was, I was, it was looking ugly for this team, and they continue to rebound these Pittsburgh Penguins and uh, showing their resiliency as a uh, one of these older veteran teams and. Are they still capable of winning it with this core four of Crosby, Malkin, Latang, Carlson? Who knows? Yeah, I mean, we we hope so because we haven't seen them do much with Carlson so far. He did uh, score I mean, the obvious, game winner. Well, I mean, I mean, I just mean like, obviously, it's only been what fifty eight, fifty six games, so. I will say that three on three, he looked more like Eric Carlson of old. Yeah, that's the Eric Carlson that we need. That's the one that you're expecting, where he's a little bit more free range, and you get it's going to be ugly sometimes. But that that's why he's a free range defenseman because he can score them goals like that. Right. So uh, speaking of Eric Carlson, since January second, in 21 games, he has 18 points. Uh, Five-game point streak. He leads all Penguins D in chances for. And among all D who have 396-plus minutes of time on ice, Eric Carlson has given up the least chances against. So even the defensive. So even the defensive side of his game, which everybody says is crap, which it's not great, has still obviously been pretty good over the last month to um, almost two months now. So, I, I I get people may think he's a liability defensively, but I mean, just just 
Just look at what he did in that overtime. That's, I mean. The three in a row makes it interesting because right. before this, I was fully embracing the cell and like, hey, we're, we're probably going to be bad. And as, as it turns out, 4-1 win over Montreal, 7-6 mm-hmm. win over the Flyers. What a bonkers game. And a 4-3 win over the Canucks. That took overtime, but hey, might as well hey, in a Western team. Yeah, exactly. If you're going to, you know, games are going to go to overtime. Like you said, give them to the Western point. The impressive one is the 7-6 to six regulation win. Yeah, yeah, I turned. So that game got to, I think, 4-2 Flyers, if I remember correctly. And then I was just like, all right, well, I can see where this game's going. And then I looked at the ESPN app later, and it was like 7-6. I was like, oh, shit. I, All right, then. I still think there is a realistic chance that Sidney Crosby wills, wills his, his way. Team. I, I heard that he said he's he <laughs> wants to do it since Gensel went down. He said he was going to do it, and I mean, he kind of kind of has since. I mean, really has proven that way. And uh, we got them playing the Seattle crack in the night, yeah. too, 10 o'clock. So there's a chance you actually could get this Yin Center episode in before the game. So... I guess we will kind of actually look forward to it a bit if, uh, you know, just in case you are instantly listening. Absolutely. Why not? Jared McCann. Oh, wait, here, real quick. So you were just talking about Sidney Crosby wanting to will himself. This is from Josh Yoey. A couple of weeks ago, numerous Penguins told me Sidney Crosby was going to try and will them to the playoffs in the aftermath of Gensel's injury. Since then, the Penguins are 4 1 and 1, and Crosby has 10 points in six games. A little bit absurd if you ask me, but I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, you're good. You bring it in, bring it in cited sources. I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> Look at me. All professional sound with that. Yeah, so Penguin Jared McCann, he's uh, been pretty good. Again, not quite the pace where he was at and with the goals, but 25 already. The scene could use that. <laughs> He would be a welcome addition. He definitely would be. Because he's ripping, ripping the puck. Ripping the puck good. Very much so. Yeah, I mean, and I mean, we talk about... One people Seattle back, still him sucks. And, him and Tanev, yeah. Yeah. So not, down, not good enough. A down year for them. Yeah, last year's Rookie of the Year has been having quite the not, sophomore slump. Yeah, it's not been... Not been good for Matty Beniers. I haven't heard anything from him this year, actually. I don't or think there's been him. Yeah, I don't think there's been anything to even look at. I don't. Yeah, I can't imagine there has been. I mean, I'm going to go and look and research it because I really don't know. Eight goals, sixteen assists, twenty four points. Yeah, that's not great. Minus six. Yes, that is another number of his. Yeah, that's not great. Uh, time on ice is way down. And for that, they uh, are bad. They are not a good team either. So maybe this streak is going to kind of keep on going. The, they are Fingers just above crossed. San Jose and Anaheim in their division, the Pacific Division. Oof. Only one that's point a, behind us. Congratulations to be ahead of those teams, though. Very sarcastic. Congratulations, you're ahead of Anaheim and San Jose. Two of the lowest amount of point teams in the league still. 
Good for you. You're trying. Yeah. Congratulations. Thank you. Seattle is not good. So they are one point less than the Penguins at this point. Although it looks like Seattle's the betting favorite. Well, because they're the home team. Home teams are usually betting favorites, so maybe not a bad idea to go straight up on them. If that is your... Minus 120, Seattle, and five and a half is the over-under for our gambling fans out there. At least according to ESPN bet. Cool. (laughs) So, yeah, this team is going to be playing them. (laughs) And... Great insight. Yeah. I they're just a team. I don't know. I expect a win at this point. I'm I'm back on because I think Sidney's Crosby's gonna will this team to the playoffs, like you like you said. Yeah, it's it's gonna happen. I'm not I'm not too worried about it. I think we'll I think we'll win tonight. Uh I did see Jari is starting again tonight. So that'll that'll be good, I think. He has had a hot hand. Pretty lately. good, yeah. Yep, and then did, did we mention Jonathan Gruden got recalled since Rust is on IR? Everyone's favorite coach. Yeah. Spider 2 Y Banana is back up. So bring him on. Let's let's see who's gonna let's see if he can carve himself out a role. Sometimes it takes that second or third crack, you know? Maybe it kind of all settles in. Right. I don't remember if he is any good or not, though. So, I'm sorry. I I just I was scrolling through Twitter and I saw Jake Gensel was trending, so I clicked on it. And then one of the guys from Spit and Chicklets just posted a clip from a Vancouver Canucks player that's in Sweden. And he said, "If if a if a Jake Gensel, if if Vancouver wants Jake Gensel to be a Canuck, this kid's gonna have to be part of the deal." And it's Jonathan Lecker Amaki. So if that happens, I would not be too upset with that. We were talking about getting younger. He's only like 19, and he's a very talented young center. I think that would be very good for this team. Okay. Just, you know. Say the the name again? Jonathan Lekaramaki. How do you spell that? One second. Let me pull this back up. Lekaramaki. L E K K E R I M A K I. Now there's a little like I'm gonna call them umlauts because I took German. He's from a Scandinavian, yeah, he's Scandinavian country. Yeah, above the A. So I don't know what that exactly does, but it's there. So I'm guessing he currently does not play in North America. No, he's in Sweden because he just pulled him off of Michigan Gold in Sweden. That's why uh, Matt Murley from Spitting Chicklets was talking about him. Okay. So he's playing in the top Swedish league and just did that as a 19-year-old, 18, 19-year-old. Yeah, I mean. Well, we saw Trevor Zegras do that, and I don't think he has very many goals either this year. So that's why the. Oh, yeah, but again, we were just talking about how bad Anaheim is. They are quite bad. And, I mean, sure he, I mean, sure they have a decent few top players, but. Um, I mean, let's see. He has <laughs> he has seven points in twenty games. 
Yikes. Speaking of disappointing young players. Right. Oof. So, is it, I keep forgetting this is like an extra day. This is the 29th of yeah. February. Like yeah, it's, it's the leap day. A little weird. Like, I keep expecting it to not be February. Like, oh, yeah, it's February 29th. That's very true. That, that is very true. Oh, man, where did that go? So the Penguins then continue their Western Conference road swing. So, I see, so yeah, I think I like tonight over Seattle. And then yeah. we head to Calgary, who the Flames, they're already selling players off. They sold Chris Tanev to Dallas. But Penguins take on the selling Flames. Eek. They're kind of uh, feisty, though. Yeah, but, I mean... Should be a win, too. Yeah, I'm not too worried about that. Because it's a back-to-back weekend in Alberta. Because they play the Oilers the next night. Right. I don't like their chances there. But uh, who knows at this point? I am... Connor Connor McDavid has all of a sudden turned into an assist machine instead of the goal-scoring machine that he is, so... And then he just... Scores goals in big moments exactly when you need him yeah, to right. because he can just take over a game willy-nilly. And then Columbus? Columbus. Columbus on Tuesday. Right. And then Washington on Thursday since we'll come to you at the trade deadline instead. I like it. All right. So we got a swing here we got oh yeah columbus is at home okay so then we back at home against columbus and washington so you should i like i like eight yeah i mean it's hard to argue with that i mean like you said a lot of those teams are just mediocre i guess would be probably the best way to describe it so, I mean, this is Edmonton's good. Calgary is one point ahead of us. Columbus is just Columbus. Washington's still a point ahead of us. So, I would like to see that this point streak continues up until maybe uh, after our next show. So, or up until our next show. That would make quite the interesting trade if we, deadline. If we then. could, if we could go on a bit of a run, win or get points, even in these next what we have one tonight, yeah. So next five games, it's going to be really hard to not end up. Oh, Mister Dubis, I don't envy you. I don't no. want to be the GM. No, I mean we. You, like, you kind of were. You kind of were like you know. Putting your name in the hat. Yeah, I did kind of throw my name in the mix there. I'm not envious of whoever has to make these decisions because if if we're right and they collect around eight points out of a possible ten in this stretch, with Jake Gensel coming back from injury off of the trade deadline after that, you how are you to imagine that if when you get Jake Gensel and now Brian Rust back? That this team is only going to get better, right? I mean, it. Uh, mm. No. <laughs> on paper, like that's the way it seems. Though, like that's it. It should work out that way. Like they're they're, they're your best two wingers. 
So I feel like like adding them back in would only help, but I mean we've seen it time and again with this with these just this Penguins organization. I mean, their star players go down, or we'll say star players, but like, and then one somebody just goes on a run and picks it all up. You know, Sid goes down, Gino picks everything up. Gino goes down, Sid picks it. I mean, like, so I, it, it's hard to. It's hard to count them out at this point. I don't know. I feel like because sometimes these other guys elevate their game, and I'm also not really seeing it. I don't know because Jansen Harkins is still a jabroni. He's still in there, yeah, and he's been in there for a few months now. Uh, Ugh, that guy. But but I mean, like, I I don't really I don't really think that this team is. This team at the moment is not a contender. You you need more. You need more from the back end, first of all. So I mean, if 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 because if, if we come we feel if we come back to the next show and we like acquire people, like, well, maybe if you do trade off, you'd have to trade off somebody like significant. So I've heard that um, Riley Smith is being tied back to Vegas and or Florida. Well, not and, but Vegas or Florida. So, I mean, and and I've heard that they're actually getting more calls on him than Jake Gensel. So, we'll see. I mean, it's it's intriguing cuz he he has another year on his deal, so he's not a rental necessarily. It's an affordable contract. Right. We'll see. I mean, because this he's this got team, Stanley Cup winning experience, so I feel like that kind of at least drives the bargain a little bit up. I feel like he'd fit better in with like a team that hasn't won, and and needs like a like a Matt Cullen kind of no, obviously not that old, but like that veteran winner that can a similar mentality, right? That. More like maybe like a Bill Guerin, yeah, type probably of deal. more, yeah, well, not that to that extent. That was a conditional seventh round pick. Yeah, no, let's not get let's we no. can get more for we'll get him. more for him. Yeah, because that's that's gonna be it's gonna be interesting because this team clearly needs a shakeup because after the trade deadline, you're looking at Boston, literally the day after, and yeah. then Edmonton at home, and well, you should beat Ottawa and San Jose. But then the Rangers or Red Wings, the Devils who are in the mix, Dallas, Colorado. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm not confident in beating the Rangers, the Red Wings, maybe maybe the Devils because they just haven't been the hottest, and I don't, I've never been keen on their goaltending. Well, it'll also look different after the trade deadline, right? That's just it. I can't wait for next Friday. All right. Yeah, we'll have uh, a favorite time of year, man. A lot of exciting things to talk about then. Let's hope. I think one way or another we will, because I, I either there's no way this roster just stays put. We're either we're either moving out pieces or moving in. I don't think I think you'll have to move it in you're gonna have be, to by move. moving yeah, out. Right. Like you're not gonna keep the same it's team not, together yeah. and add to it. You can't give up from draft capital. 
because you don't have that much. Yeah, no. You you need draft capital if anything. Yeah, this is where you gotta like be, you know, you know like NHL be a GM mode. You gotta just be like, give me a sixth rounder and whatever for the, this guy, or like you know somebody like minor and like yeah, give me a sixth or fifth or give me something. So, yeah, but I don't know who they're gonna. Well, Riley Smith is he seems likely. He's on the I trade think, boards. Yeah, it's it's him and him and Gensel and. Unfortunately, I've seen Marcus Pedersen's name coming up. I will be very disappointed yeah, if Marcus Pedersen gets moved. I will too, because after that, I mean, then you're going to have what? Chris Letang and Ryan Graves or Chris Letang and Eric Carlson? It, exactly. He is locked in as your top left side defenseman right now. Right. So. And he's already locked into a deal at a very affordable rate for a long time. Like, you might as well just hang on to him. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't... And he's doesn't a partner for Carlson. Right. And he plays really well, and he allows Eric Carlson to do his thing, and I kind of wish we could get to see it a little bit more because I think Marcus Pedersen could take on even more of that defensive workload. I think so, too, but I think they're just so keen on having um, Pedersen and Latang. I don't... I can't blame them, I guess, but try to change it up a little bit. How are you going to know if it actually works if you don't stick with it for a little while. Yeah, and that's where I wish P.O. Joseph was stepping up still a little bit more. He's been steady. So he hasn't been nearly as like an eyesore to watch, but today today's line rushes, P.O. Joseph was taking line rushes with Chris Latang. Yeah, I was gonna say I feel like he's in been Vancouver, doing that a bit yeah. more. I guess he was I didn't I didn't watch the game in Vancouver. I was asleep but he uh, yeah, it says he was on the same line as or with Latang. So it was Joseph Latang, Pedersen, Carlson, Graves, Ruedel, and then Smith, Crosby, Raquel, O'Connor, Malkin, Pustinen. I will say about the Vancouver game, the the Penguins did look pretty good. Uh, they played they played strong hockey. Tristan Jari played some outstanding goaltending. Yeah, they 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 played with the tenacity that they need to have. They came back from two zero down. Right. They didn't lay down and die. They had a short handed, a short handed goal looked like it would break their back, and then they bounced back from that in the third period, and they managed to control overtime, which was for the first time I managed to see that in a while. Right, they controlled it right from the get go, and they did not let them let Vancouver have a chance. Get, really, yeah, get anything set up, which is what we need. Finally, like you were saying in OT, Tristan Jari made several great saves. <laughs> yeah, he was he was good. I think he I think he will be again tonight too. I mean, you think a team would want to buy him? I heard. Yasser float the uh, idea around. So I mean, what do we? Depends how on how other teams are we. Him. Yeah, but how confident are we in Nedeljkovic to be a number one? I wouldn't do it yet. Either right. way, I don't think I'd pull the goalie trigger yet. I think that's more of an off-season move, and you make sure you have Nedeljkovic signed into a contract that's relatively friendly. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Rather than doing it at the deadline and 
than taking a risk on a goalie prospect. Well, yet again, taking a risk on a goalie prospect has worked out for this team quite a few times in the past. So, yeah, I mean, cough, cough, Matt Murray. Yep. So, I mean, yeah, because, I mean, what's his name? Um, which which goalie are we thinking of? There's Gauthier, there's Blomquist. Blomquist. Blomquist, yeah. That's the young one that's looking. That's, yeah. He's been putting up some impressive AHL numbers. So that's where that conversation yeah, stems he's, from. He's been doing it over in Sweden for a few years, too, before this. And mm-hmm. now I think I think this is his first year in the AHL, right? Maybe maybe last year was, but... Irregardless, he he's been putting up really good numbers, like you said. So, could we see that maybe, maybe this year if, if the wheels completely fall off, possibly. But I think maybe in training camp, but next year he's really going to get a good look. We hope, we hope for the sake of the future of this team. Absolutely, yeah. Because you absolutely do need to get younger still. You do, yeah. I mean. I mean, get like a trade where you do get a first round pick and a young prospect and whoever for Gensel or maybe if that happens, I, he, just because he's so high up on them trade boards, dude. That's why it's like, man, it's real. Like, some the teams are gonna want him. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, listen, he's he's a forty goal scorer. He's he's scored thirty how many times? I mean, he's a, he's a cup winner. Who, what, what team that is pushing to really contend wouldn't want that? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, I, I wouldn't deal him. I would have, if I'm going to deal him, I'm going to deal him like out west because I don't want to have to play him. You know what I mean? For sure. So you're looking at Vancouver, Winnipeg, Dallas already bought. So I don't think Dallas would buy again. You say that, but Vancouver also just bought. That's true, too. That's true. And then Colorado. I've actually heard Colorado brought up, but I don't, I mean, Bo Byram? But I don't think they would move on from him. No, I think we talked about that briefly. Mm. And Val Nachuskin is due to come back from the from the uh, player, PA, whatever. Yeah, the personal assistance program. So good for him. Yeah, absolutely. So I mean, so then it, then you're then you're looking at Vegas, Ed, Edmonton, because again, I I really don't want to deal him in the East. Now, obviously, you're going to deal him where if you do deal him, you're going to deal him wherever is going to get you the be- the most return. <sighs> I, I mean. It's tough. That's why we're just going to do it after. We're going to talk yeah. about it more after the trade deadline, ain't, <laughs> ain't we? Because maybe Winnipeg, but I don't. I haven't even heard them. Could be a dark horse. Because I don't think any of these other teams around our range are going to be buying anybody either. That's what I mean. So I'm looking. I was trying to find like, unless maybe there's a a three team trade where uh, somebody facilitates and we gets, you know. Say maybe we we send Gensel to uh, Winnipeg and Winnipeg flips him to the Rangers. I don't know. I'm just spitballing. I I don't. The Rangers couldn't afford it. I'm sure. I feel like NHL teams don't really do that to each other either. 
Because the GMs are all buddy buddy. Like I Well, they did just do that with Chris Tanev. Chris Tanev got flipped technically got sent to the Devils, I do believe. To retain a little bit of salary. Well yeah. But I mean pretty much would be the same thing. I don't know. Just something something to think about. I mean, yeah, there's always the option of that third team swinging in to facilitate the money side of things. Absolutely. And yeah. it's not like we'd be eating that cap hit for next year. It would be gone. It would be gone off the books after the, this season. So with those expiring contracts, that's where it's that's a big deal. Yeah. For those that uh, are getting bored by the GM talk, while we're <laughs> while we're diving into this so much, because I mean, it, it, this is a this is a thing that Mister Dubis does have to think about. It, it it is, yeah, and it's pretty big too. It is tough decisions because there are you do have to get younger and do this and do, do this, but you also want to win. Exactly. I mean, and these players, these old players, are going to still want to win. Yeah, I mean. We all know Sid wants to still win at least one more cup. Gino still wants to win one more. Latang, Carlson just wants to win one. Uh, like I said, we can we're gonna go. We could go back and forth with this all day, but that's what we did for ten minutes before the show started. Yeah, so that's literally. all that's on my mind because it's. <laughs> what's, I mean, oh, we're just gonna lose a good player. It hasn't been. It's been weird that the Penguins might might, might sell. sell. Like, yeah, and it when, be when's like, the last time the Penguins were sellers at a deadline? But it might be the right play if you do get a younger guy in, or maybe even a, another roster player. Like you trade Riley Smith and you acquire some other some other player that doesn't quite fit in somewhere else. Maybe I, I don't know someone like if Genie Dadanov. Right. I'm just throwing a name out there, but. Right. You know, some middle six guy who then actually shows up to play. It it, it could be enough to. I mean, I wouldn't say it enough enough unless if he becomes this huge impact guy out of nowhere. But maybe enough to make the playoffs. Right. Maybe I don't know. I feel like a lot of these other teams are also kind of mediocre. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's what I mean. I I don't I don't really like. Looking at these standings, like, who do you really think is, like, okay, we are a clear-cut contender for the Cup? I mean. Florida. Yeah. I mean. Dallas. Vancouver. Edmonton. Not the Leafs. Yeah. <laughs> Colorado still scares me, too, because there's still the possibility that they can get Landis Cog back, right? I don't think so. Oh. I think well, he- then Vegas still scares me because they're, they, they're going to get Stone and Eichel back. Yes. And then... <laughs> and then Colorado still else. has McKinnon, McCarr, Rantanen. Oh, yeah. It's not like they have slouches, but... Out of choose can just came back again as we mentioned right. earlier. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, like I said, like I said earlier, next next Friday can't come quick enough. Figure out where this team's heading. So let's break down these next few games then a little bit further in depth instead of just delving back into trade talk. 
So what do we think against uh, Calgary? That one I, I do because Calgary, I just feel like I feel like they were like in sell mode for a while. I heard rumors they were gonna uh, gonna move Markstrom. They obviously moved Tanev, like we said. So, and previously Elias Lindholm. Yeah, I mean, it just felt like they those are like their three, their big three, if you will. They have more points than the Penguins do right now. Right. Yeah, they have one more point. That's the interesting part about them. They have one more point, and they're they, they've been selling. They were bad and. And look at that. They acquired a roster player like, like Andre Kuzmenko. There's a good player that's actually like already been through that situation. Right. I don't know how well he's been doing since like the initial first game where he scored two goals. Doesn't look like Lindholm's panning out all that well so far for Vancouver, but it does take a little bit of time for these things to mesh. Right. Still, Oilers, yeah. Oilers. Um, I like the Flames to lose to the Penguins. Yeah, I think I, I do think we'll beat them. Um, there might even be another player dealt by the time that that. I think yeah, but for either team, honestly. Um, I I just feel like McDavid is gonna come alive against us and have like four goals. I don't know why. He did kind of take over whenever I saw him last year in Pittsburgh. Right. So, so yeah. I feel like that's going to happen. And then Columbus, uh, if we don't beat Columbus, just end it. If we don't beat Columbus, then make a trade. Just end the season. <laughs> Sell somebody else. Just end it all. Send Jansen Harkins into the moon. <laughs> and then I, I would like to think we could beat the Capitals, too. But Ovi's been heating back up. I mean, Capitals have the same amount of points as the right. Flames, right? At this point, so I mean, let's just—I just for that game, I just want—I don't know how many more we're gonna get to see. So I just want a good old uh, Crosby versus Ovechkin game. Yeah, give me like dueling hat tricks or just dueling like two goal games, something. Just give me a little something from those two. A little pizzazz. Let right. Ovi start. Catching up a little bit more on Wayne. Exactly. I'm okay with that. Um, Get the dub. But give give me an old-fashioned Sid and Ovi game. And then then it'll be the Yin Center trade deadline post-game show. Yeah, we'll be live Friday. Yep. In studio live. So, I mean, I... I, We'll be live. Maybe. Who knows? Maybe we will. Are we good? So you were saying earlier that it is leap year, correct? Oh, actually, let's do this first. So. Oh, go ahead. Well, so today the Steelers announced that um, legendary announcer Bill Hillgrove is retiring after 30 years. So I figured might as well give a little bit of a shout out to him since we are Yin's Center, we are supposed to be a bit of a Pittsburgh sports thing. All of these old guys that I grew up with are slowly yeah. drifting out of the game. Were you alive for Myron Cope? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I figured. Oh, yeah. I was. I absolutely, I was. Yeah, he was quite... I mean, there's all these goofy characters that have been on for a while are all gone. Right. 
Oh, I shouldn't call Bill Hillgrove goofy. He was a good one. Mike Lang, I miss him so much. I miss him. You know who I kind of miss too? It was Paul Staggerwald. I do kind of miss Paul Staggerwald. I, I mean, the... He gave us the Hobie Baker plane joke. <laughs> Live broadcast. I just, like... There was an energy that he brought to the to the announcing booth, I feel like, that just isn't there anymore. I like... I like what's his name. Um, Gets off. Yeah, but... I don't know, I just... Something feels lacking there with him to me. I don't know. Yeah, because I feel like you could have, like, walked up to any of these guys on the street and, like, like I could have Bill Hillgrove tell me bedtime stories. Yeah, he just had that voice that you could listen to him do anything, but to get to listen to him call football games was just magical. Well, he was also doing pit basketball, right. too. A lot of Pittsburgh games, so... And then we also have lost Dan Saverin, too. Yeah. So, a little, little tribute to the uh, influential, the real influencers of media. So, I guess maybe you could say, do you remember when Bill Hillgrove was a Pittsburgh Steelers announcer? <laughs> I, I do remember when he was a Steelers announcer. I thought you were going to say <laughs> something else, but... I mean, I can. Yeah, just say it. So, do you remember on 10 leap years ago when uh, Jeff Deuce, Deuce, Ducat, I'm not quite sure, was arrested for aggravated, aggregated kidnapping? It would be 16 days away before the child's father, Gary Plush, would, shot, would shoot and kill him in front of a TV news channel. Live on television. I thought you were going to talk about the 40th anniversary. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Look, this person actually posted it. (laughs) So, like, no, I don't feel bad, like, sitting here. (laughs) Well, that threw me off, but... I thought you were going to talk about Bill Hillgrove's DUI, but... <laughs> I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. no, it's leap year, man. It, it, it's a leap year. So we, we had to throw it back to 10 leap years ago. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You got me on that one. That was good. Oh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so shout out Bill Hillgrove and, and all the work you did <laughs> and uh, shout out Leap Years so you remember legendary actor James Stewart from Indiana Pennsylvania is that Johnny Sins I don't think so because this guy was uh, died at the age of 89 in 1997. Maybe Johnny Sins. <laughs> no, he was a legendary actor from Indiana, PA. He was also a pilot in the U.S. Uh, Air Force Reserves during World War II. During his time, J- 
James Stewart participated in several bombings that resulted in the death of enemy soldiers and civilians. And he received numerous honors for his service, including the Distinguished Flying, Car- flying Cross with Oak Leaf Cluster and the Presidential Medal of Freedom. <laughs> Why are we giving people the Presidential Medal of Freedom for bombing civilians? What the fuck? Where have you gone? (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to know. Where has this country gone? Wait, this actually happened? Yeah, look. Recently? Well, I mean, he he was in World War II. Uh, I mean, kind of always have, really. Mm Mm-hmm. So at some point after World War II, they were just like, hey, you, How else you killed you a bunch of people. Here's Presidential Medal of Freedom. <laughs> so fucked up. <laughs> I, Columba. <laughs> Man, we should get guests in here more often, maybe. Probably. <laughs> Probably. I can tell you about <laughs> William S. Burroughs as well, if you want to know. No, I'd rather talk about who so, else we might see traded this naked, deadline. Naked lunch it's, author William S. Burroughs shot and killed his wife, Joan Vollmer, in 1951. He was not charged with the murder, however, as the event stemmed from a drunken evening where the couple, couple was playing a game of William Tell. Didn't know what William Tell was, so I had to look it up. Do you know what it is? I don't think I want to know. It's pretty much where the you remember the uh, the website addictinggames.com. Remember how they had the the game where you put like the apple on your head, you shoot the arrow. That's pretty much what it is. Okay. So they they decided while they were drunk that they were going to play that game and apparently dude shot and killed his wife. <laughs> <laughs> Is this a rowdy here or like just in general? No, this is just in general. This is just something that happened. This is just yeah, it's all on the same website, so (laughs) just looking through weird murders right now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was you know, um before I came here, I I looked up uh weird like celebrity murders and stuff, so you know. Okay. Got, yeah. Those, those are your um, show notes for today. Yeah. You okay. know, he, I dig he, it. Well, he was born in St. Louis, so I don't think it happened around here. He also, born, he also died in 1997. That's weird. Well, I don't want to do that one. I might get killed if I do that one. You know, you know what would be really weird if if this country did? If, the, if this country did something? Oh if they just gave another, like, Hundred billion dollars to Ukraine for no reason. Again, sure. <laughs> and then, and then Joe Biden will give himself the presidential award of, of freedom. <laughs> 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 
Congratulations, your dollars are worth nothing now. They have all been laundered through Ukraine. You remember when former Dallas Cowboys cornerback Dwayne Goodrich was convicted of two counts of criminally negligent homicide in 2003? Because I don't. I, I don't remember that. Yeah. He I might don't. have been a practice squad guy. While driving on a Dallas freeway, he struck and killed two motorists who were on the side of, his, of the road trying to rescue a man from a burning car. Jesus. This is weird. He was sentenced to seven years in prison, and he later had five more years added. So he definitely stabbed a motherfucker while he was in jail. Probably. How else do you get five years added? Bad behavior. Like stabbing somebody. Yeah. You got, a, you got more stabbings or, or mm. you want? Let's see. Let's see what else we can find here. Okay, uh, I would like to say that there has been. Let's. I kind of wanted to do. Actually, I remember what I wanted to say now. Kind of wanted to do a college basketball preview because it's almost March. Okay. All right. Yeah, my one buddy was asking me about college basketball. I yeah. have no idea. Yeah. So he, um, he, went, he wants to play his bets. So so here is our oh my God. here is our here is our preview. All right. Um, Pitt not going to be a tournament team. Damn. So maybe have fun in the NIT. Good enough to be an NIT team. Not good enough to be a tournament team. Unless they go on a run somehow and win the ACC. Doubtful. They have beaten Duke, so maybe. But don't I wouldn't bet on that. I would not encourage that behavior. Penn State not going to make uh, anything that matters. So who cares? West Virginia not going to make it. Not going to make it. Yeah, who cares? Sorry, Maddie. Be better, and then we'll maybe talk about you more. Impress me somehow. Catch my eye. And that's your college basketball preview. Oh, wait. No, there are other teams. There's the Duquesne Dukes. All right. There is the Duquesne Dukes. Cool. They cool. might They might be. They might make some. They might accidentally make some postseason action. Maybe an NIT. They kind of do normally make some tournament. Yeah. Teams. I know they, they didn't beat them, but they played Kentucky one year. They already have about 17 wins in our season preview. Nice. So that's impressive. Yeah, I would say so. What else do we got? Uh, who else do we care about? Uh, Robert Morris. Sure, they're around here. What about... Oh, never mind. That, that's not... Division one. They are in the Horizon Conference. I learned that the other night. They're no longer in the Northeast. Hmm. I don't know why I had these all so memorized. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Robert Morris, not, they're not going to do anything. Sorry we looked into you guys. We don't. Uh, you, your, your team's bad. We don't care anymore. Uh, I think there's another team. This is like St. Francis, PA, somewhere around here. Are you any? Are you any Saint good? Francis, probably not. Well, 
Yeah, who cares? And, uh, oh, I did want to check on our boy Rick Patino though. Because <laughs> he's with St. John's. And I saw him wearing a white suit the other night, and I said, oh, shit, it's almost college basketball season time. I think it is college basketball season. It's been college basketball season, but it's almost it's almost tourney time. Might get a cease and desist for tourney time. 17 and 12, St. John's. Rick Pitino, he might make the tournament after all. So, yeah, there's uh, your college basketball preview. I like it. That's great. And for what I'm probably going to bet in the bracket, it's probably just going to be North Carolina somehow because that's usually what I do pretty much every year since I've been eight. It's, I just usually pick North Carolina to win, and my bracket yeah, wins. Right. My bracket wins more often than not when I do that. I feel like I went with Kansas last year and strayed, and they did their thing where they lose in the second round. So I'm probably just going to go back to taking North Carolina. Oh, I don't think I could take North Carolina. They weren't in the tournament last year, so I literally couldn't. So well, That's unfortunate for you. Yeah, it, it, it is. It's quite damning. I would say so. Yeah. Oh, I'm still recovering from making myself laugh so hard. So there's our conclusive Yin Center college basketball preview. Some of the, some riveting stuff, I bet. I'm sure it, it it definitely riveted me. Trade deadline, NHL trade deadline, and college basketball previews could be the episode names for today. I like it. The Jake Gensel. Moving saga. Where we also preview college basketball. (laughs) (laughs) Or or we could just name the episode, like, what was his name? James, what was it? James Smith? Fuck. I did. I'd say the preview thing because I feel like preview is something that just gets people's attention a bit more because, you know, kind of, yeah, you know, I'm looking at the episode numbers here, but by the way, our last episode with mm-hmm. Camo was uh, quite the booming episode, really. Absolutely. Uh, shout out having him on again because it is already our most downloaded episode to date. Damn. So thank you listeners thank you. for yeah. tuning in. Wowzers. Quite the riveting stuff. Yeah. So we know we know you out there, and yeah, you you, you're used to us. We know you like to remember whens. So yes, yes, and remembering when. But preview is also in that mix. Previews in there a couple times as well. So maybe previews like a good. Ooh, ooh, what are they previewing? We're just previewing college basketball. We're just previewing previews. We're previewing the season. We're previewing March and who won't be in there to make a difference. So it won't be any team really around here, except if you care about the NIT. Might be some old school guys, old school Yenzers. I only watched NIT back because I remember it back in my day when that was the national tournament. So I only recognize them as champions. 
think there's like one person like that out there. Got to be one. Only one? Maybe like six. <laughs> Probably, yeah. Be like dad and like... <laughs> <laughs> like five more years, which is like, you know, this, this tournament's too big. I'm just going back. I'm to- just going to watch the NFL. Actually, I, I probably could see him doing that. <laughs> they're, they're, they're watering this down too much. There's 64 teams in it now. Well, it's 68. Oh, well, that's. Yeah, that's too many. So we're talking about Gary Bettman wanting too many teams. Sorry, go ahead. We'll see. Well, oh, dude, I mean, there's like 400 teams in college basketball. Oh, no, play. I know. Yeah, so like. Well, there's also like 9,000 colleges. There's a lot there's of. Significantly more than that. Probably a lot more than that. Probably a lot of fake colleges out there, too. Yeah. Yeah. I need to find one of them. The, Get the, a, a nice fake accredited university degree. I'm sure they're out there if you have enough money. What was that? Um. What was that movie? That, uh, it was Jonah Hill, Vince Vaughn. I think it was Vince Vaughn. Something where they worked at Google? Yeah. No, not the intern. Uh, it was like some fake university thing. Uh-oh. Accepted or something like that, I feel like it was called. Yeah, yeah. Because I remember, ask me about my wiener. <sighs> I don't know. It was in the previews. And I was like, that movie looks hysterical because there's a chubby man and a hot dog saying ask me about my wiener that's a perfect place to end this episode no no it's not because i did have something i wanted to say and then you distracted me and now distracted you with wiener talk yeah you did because you made me think of what the movie was and now i forget where i was going with my previous topic that was in my head beforehand it's gonna come to me like right after i leave this room What are you giggling about? I'm just glad I did that. I finally derailed one of your thoughts. <laughs> I mean, you did it a few times with the <laughs> with the with the murders. <laughs> yeah, I was looking hard today. I, I I felt I don't know why, but I felt like I had to come up with something big today. So I'm glad I'm glad the first one hit. <laughs> <laughs> Especially remembering when from shouting out all of us. Happy anniversary to you. Happy happy leap year day. (laughs) Yep, nope, I think it's completely gone. That's a shame for you guys. That's 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 a damn shame. (laughs) Don't worry, I'll still have to hear about it in three minutes. It might be completely gone. (laughs) Like I, I don't even remember how I got to the thought either. Like, usually I can remember, like, at some point in the thought, like, okay, I remember being at this this part of the thought train. Right. And then... Just gone. Just gone. Like, it just all went poof. <laughs> Win. Yeah, nope. It's, I'm, I'm still thinking. You rattled me. Winning. Oh. Wasn't that a Charlie Sheen thing from, like, 2018? That, that dude, that feels like, like from at least like 2009. No, I feel I was like in I high was high school when that happened. I was definitely older than that. I feel like I I might have been in high school doing that. Anyways, yeah, <clears throat> we'll, we'll be with you guys next Friday. Yeah, don't forget next Friday. 
Next yeah, Friday. Don't, don't forget next Friday. Trade deadline. <laughs> Yidden Center episode. Oh, let's hope we have something to break down. Uh, I want something to break down. Something big. Yeah. Something big. Something juicy. Some instant analysis. Do us a favor, Kyle. Bring us something to talk about. Yeah, bring us bring us home something good. Let's do it. I'm fucking hungry. Yeah. Speaking of bringing home something good, I'm going to go home and eat. All right. We'll see you in all next week. Let's go, pal. Let's go, Pens. Let's go, pal. Let's go,